This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Alright, alright, party people in the place to be. Welcome back to Nerds from the Underground. I'm Johnny, like usual, and joining me tonight, we have the one, the only... Uh, Fred Savage. Yeah, well, not actually Fred Savage, Fred the Savage, yeah. Fred the Savage. I don't know, I would actually like to see you with like that kind of like fro thing that Fred Savage had when he was a little kid, you know, like that kind of curly hair. I think you'd rock it. Yeah. And like, you're you're no. Irish and Italian, you should actually have curly hair. You should have curlier hair than me. I do, but it's in certain spots. <laughs> well, everybody, all dudes got curly hair in that spot, dog. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Dog. Nah, 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 nah. I just threw you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or on my face, sometimes it gets a little curly. You're Mr. Yeah, you're Mr. Like, Forever 14, always throwing them the juvenile swerves at me and get me off my guard each yeah, time, uh, man. I'm just, a, I'm just a little kid. So we got some great books lined up. For the show tonight mm-hmm. fredward what do we got tonight we're gonna be doing or today depending on when you listen to us uh we're gonna let the bodies hit the bog with uh bog bodies um and we're also good boo what no drowning pool jokes <laughs> boo! You know, let the bodies <laughs> hit the bog let the bo- yeah anyway and then we have uh also we have ghost tree probably the best book of the year right right dude yeah lots of really neat really atmospheric and cultural stories coming at you tonight like these are both really kind of nice and cultural stories even though one's a little disturbing and the other one's just heartwarming but before we get into that we're going to do our check-in really quick fred have you read any kind of you know sundry items that you've really enjoyed recently well it's funny that you ask, because today I read Barking by Lucy Sullivan, which was amazing. It's definitely a book that I think people need to be embracing and talking about because it deals with a lot of mental illness and personal struggles. So I definitely would suggest this book for anyone that, you know, likes the things that we like. And this, this is just personal, man. It's this that book really hit the spots today and then the letter penned by lucy at the end was awesome that she shared her stories and her personal experience with it so um it's an outstanding book i definitely suggest it great pick yeah i i have it ordered myself i mean you pointed it out to me and i gotta say like her artwork is haunting the way she draws that dog chasing the character and the a promotional material I saw, like it creeped me out. I mean, like, and that's kind of hard to do because, like, I'm I'm a gore hound. I'm kind of into spooky things, and yeah, man, it's like on the front of the book, like it is. Jeff Lemire has a quote on it, and that sold me even more. Like he says, "Barking is everything comics should strive to be, a powerful, haunting metaphor for mental health and human condition that you'll never forget." And he's He's right. Man. Yeah, and that dude, that's coming from Jeff. That that is yeah. some serious praise. I wish I had one like as kind of beautifully gripping as yours because like I'm pretty sure that book is going to be very important in the future. 
but I have a few really neat Kickstarters that I picked up. Mostly Steve Arena's Slow Pokes. It's this really kind of funny slasher monster story about killer three-toed sloths. It, it, it's incredible, though. It, it, it really does. It, it does um, <laughs> you know this type of horror perfectly. It reminds me... People would think like, oh, it sounds like a sci-fi channel movie, but like it reads actually more like something that Joe Dante would have did in the 80s. It reminds me a lot of like something like Gremlins. So that was really cool. Then I got another book yesterday for okay. Thanksgiving, Dog Jaw by Graham Puttick. And it is just this really, really kind of bleak, atmospheric, but hilarious at the same time, rural crime horror series. And it's it's great. Like if you like movies like slither and shows like twin peaks like dog jaw is just brilliant and it's very beautifully rendered the art in it is gorgeous i don't like this is one of these books that that i look at i'm like dude how the hell is this self-published i mean this looks better than anything most of the smaller and bigger labels have out and so yeah definitely whenever book five for that comes out everybody back it dude dog jaw is is so cool wait so then if there's like a, a fifth issue would that happen to be like that's going to be like a trade then that they'll offer i don't think that it's going to wrap up at five i think it I, it seems like more okay. like it's going to go to something like seven or maybe be a bit of an ongoing to maybe something like 12 to 15 issues because what i've read so far of the pdfs he sent it doesn't really seem to be wrapping up. It seems to like actually be expanding the mystery. So, yeah, I wouldn't think that it would be done after issue five. He might have a trade out though. Like those guys will do that so um, new fans can get a hold of you know it for cheaper because some of the times when they offer the tiers to buy the single issues, it's a bit pricey. You know what I mean? So I hope maybe he'll have something like that in the near future. Well, uh, you definitely have my interest on that one because. I did happen to see you uh, posting about it on Twitter, and I happened to see like the the cover photo, and it, it looked outstanding. Just the 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 cover that you had on there. So yeah, awesome. That's what the inside art looks like too, just black and white. Like the cover is basically just a colorized version of what the book looks like. So yeah, it's it's gorgeous. And yeah, that cover nice. was nice. That's why I picked that one to do the post. It was just, it just looked. Uh, perfect for the story you know what i mean like if you see the actual cover for issue four of dog jaw you will really just understand exactly it, what the book's supposed to be it's a beautiful representation of the whole package yeah definitely like that the photo that you had put on there reminded me of like it's something you would have saw on like a um, tarantino poster almost to say like some like jackie brown-esque um I, that's the vibe i was getting from it though yeah yeah totally like an old vhs movie cover where they kind of like told the story on the cover yeah it's kind of totally what it yeah, how it is yeah. but fredward you ready to get into these books hell yeah hell yeah i want to embrace the irish that's in me today all right there everlast okay <laughs> first up we have bog bodies written by one mr declan shevley with art by gavin fullerton rebecca nalty does the colors Clayton Cowles is the letterer, and Heather Anos is the editor. Bog Bodies, a dark survival story set in the remote Dublin mountains by writer Declan Shevley, Injection, Savage Town, artist Gavin Fullerton, 
bags or story thereof with colorist Rebecca Nolte, Xena Glow, and letterer Clayton Cowles Die Batman. Jesus, why did I even read the credits to begin with? I didn't know that I was going to go through all that in the blurb. <laughs> but okay, here we go. A cold, poignant story of crime, survival, and regret. Black Bodies follows an Irish gangster on the run after a job gone wrong who encounters a young woman lost in the Dublin mountains. Injured and unarmed, the likely pair must try to evade their pursuers and survive the desolate bog that has served as a burial ground for unspeakable murders throughout history. And Fredward, take it, man. What did you think about this book? Well... This book was a, a pure adrenaline rush. I mean, it it was so good, and I it didn't slow down for me with like the dialogue. Uh, perhaps it has to do with my grandmother being from Dublin, so I got all the like the sarcasm and the dark humor in this book. It's very Irish. You could tell it's written by a total Irishman, and I. Oh yeah. It's great that that you mentioned that. I don't mean to step on you, but like one of my favorite things is it's actually the dialogue's actually written colloquially, like how Irish people talk. Mm -hmm. So like the word, uh, the letter three will be like spelt tree, like how Irish people would say it, and that that was a lot of fun. Go ahead and continue. I'm sorry. No, it it was definitely a lot of fun. Like I, you know, I, I I enjoyed that. The art. The art really gave me a vibe. Like at first, I thought like Joshua Hickson had was the artist on this book because I got a lot of Joshua Hickson vibes with it. You know, like Shanghai Red. He does the plot too, I believe. So yeah, Hickson's a beast, man. His art is yeah, killer. Yeah, and, and that art style for this book was uh, fantastic. But the you know the in the beginning we meet the kid uh, Killian. He's just playing video games. And I didn't know that, you know, going into it, like, the, the issues he was going to happen, he was going to happen to face, like, he was going to get knocked off by, was it Jerry and Kino was the other guy's name, I believe? But it was like a little, you know, does it almost felt like hot fuzz in a way, like that Simon Pegg, you know, banter back and forth, they would take shots at each other, things would happen like that. And they kept having issues with, like, their they would have to call their boss, but they were up in the hills in Ireland, the mountains, and you couldn't get reception. So you had all that going on. It, it was just, it was really good. But the aunt, um, Kino's aunt, she was creepy to me, bro. Um, yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's what really made it terrifying. Like, the... The, the the is it a ghost isn't it a ghost character really didn't have anything on anti crazy pants like yeah. for real and, and I, I agree with you at the beginning it starts out like a lot of my favorite random gritty Brit flicks but I gotta say this one it's I can't really point to a guy's a person's style I would say that the closest I could come to thinking of describing it is if um, Danny Boyle was to try to direct a Nick Love movie. And that's kind of what you would get out of this, because it's got the deepness and the darkness of Danny Boyle, while at the same time having like the really kind of youthful and dipshittery that you would see in a Nick Love film, kind of like Football Factory or one of those. Because Killian, you know, mm-hmm. he's like one of those regular chaps, you know what I mean? And he plays his FIFA on mm-hmm. his, you know, whatever consoles they got over there. And yeah, he's just a normal dipshit who thinks he's going to go on a quick pickup job and... Yeah, next thing you know, you are running terrified with this kid through the country, the Irish countryside, 
and you can actually reading this it's so well done the atmosphere is so good in this book that you literally feel the cold air on your neck and, and you're right there with them it, it, it is a very well done book yeah what i like about the book is that it's you know the title alone like going into it i was like all bog bodies you know i, I grew up hearing stories about bog bodies because it's like it's folklore but it's actually real that takes place in ireland you know scotland has a little bit sweden denmark where these bodies are found in the bogs from like you know as as far back as like 300 and something bce and yeah most of them are from the iron age from what i understand from what i remember hearing yeah i mean just with that like i was thinking like are these like these bodies coming back to life or you know but we get the feeling that you know in this current state of ireland that they were going to knock off killian and um he was going to be left in the bog but if they did do more based upon the title i definitely would be all in on that stuff too because the folklore stuff is really that's really good stuff good story too that i I believe that Declan can make happen. Yeah, I mean, that's a good call. I would totally read that. Kind of like a, not really zombie, but like, I don't know, kind of like more like, you know, like the old Universal Mummy movies about like the actual bog mummies rising Mm -hmm. up and, you know, like coming back with their Iron Age swords and, you know, like having to get fought back by. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. You said you said rising up and all I thought of like when you were like rising up and all of a sudden I heard like Survivor in my head like rising, rising up, up. head to the street <laughs> took my cop took my chances yeah dude you know what I mean then 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 I forgot yeah then I forgot that the the Irish side side we're talking about not the Italian but yeah <laughs> but yeah 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 definitely like this is definitely like a this is a great book. The art's tremendous. It's really quick read. It's it's really quick read, but really, it was fun, and I really enjoyed it. And then I, I I wanted more. I wanted more. Like right away, I felt like that little girl off of Willy Wonka. Like I want it now, Daddy. You know. Um, well, yeah. I'm probably dude, not that, gonna yeah, call him Daddy, that, but that, you know, that's you a know bad what I'm look saying. saying. That I want more, Daddy. Like okay. <laughs> yeah, Fred. Like yeah. Judge me. Go ahead, judge me. <laughs> it's all right. I know you're not like that. I know you're a zoophile. It's you're safe. Yeah. What? No, that's that's just a rumor. I mean, I'm I'm not furry, <laughs> Fred. But anyways, yeah, this this is definitely a book that I I definitely suggest. And it, it, um, it, it was actually one of the first, you know, after us taking the break and stuff uh, that I read right away, and I. I was like, wow, this is great, man. This is really good. And I, th- I think you're the you suggested it like over the summer, but I didn't take you up on it until you know the, the, a couple months ago when I purchased it. And I'm, I'm glad that I did because this was. I talked about great it pick. in the nerdies, as too. So I think that might have been where I kind of talked to you about it being all about like Irish lads and all the because i know you're mm-hmm. also is into that too one of my this is going to be a weird one but another thing i really love about this book is the binding the way that the cover feels it, it, it's not slippery it's not slidey it's got a really nice grip to it have you noticed that about yours too it's kind of doesn't feel like any of the rest of my trades yeah, it's got a yeah. really kind of nice grippy cover which is cool yeah it's 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 built tough i mean uh, an Irish guy designed oh, it, probably. Chevy, I'm pretty sure, yeah. And, uh, yeah, now this book is probably made so you could drop it in the bogs and they could find it 500 years later and read it and, like, 
be like, oh my god, those people were such yes. savages back then. It's like, dude, that book didn't even show you shit. But yeah, yeah. we were. Like, thank you for noticing. Thank you for yeah. noticing. We, we, we then, really were. And then, um, <laughs> and, the, and then the Cranberry song comes on, and they're like, zombie, zombie. Yeah, see, I was going with that. Oh, my dreams are changing every day song. The, the really happy one that they did. I don't think you don't I know, know that, that one. I, Oh yeah, the okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I do know, yeah. I do know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tried. Uh, yeah, they did it after she died. That's not. Oh, did cool. Dolores pass away? That's. Yeah, she died. I think like a year oh, ago or something. That, man, that sucks, man. She she was a good singer. That girl could belt it out. She had some lungs on her. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean that the video zombie was really good because it was showing like the ira versus like the belfast you know the the, the cultural war or religious the, the whichever you mean. orange yeah but yeah man that yeah. was bog yeah. bodies fredward you got any last words you want to say about it or yeah, that did pick it up it's well worth it i mean i definitely suggest it and I'll let the bodies hit the bar man boo pick a better new metal band to fucking make <laughs> memes about dude like Drowning Pool, uh, seriously? Come on, man. I mean, it, it kind of works. I mean, do you got something else that works? Uh, I don't uh, know. I, never, I, I didn't try. To, I didn't try to think of one. <laughs> you just did it. You're like, uh, yeah. Um, I, I didn't try cool. to think of one, but if I did, like, I would not like. If I, if all I had to resort to would be Drowning Pool, I would just skip the bit personally. That's just me, though. What's a uh? I, I don't know would it be that i want to i want to dance with some bog bodies would that work yeah i want to dance with some bog bodies yeah that, that's that sounds a little that sounds a little you're better you're just gonna leave me hanging you just you just hung me out there to dry like that i, mean, I don't know like hell? let's stick with survivor <laughs> with the rising up at the street okay, yeah. yeah man like okay that, be, that works that works since they don't actually be rising up in this book but like false advertising doesn't matter Dude. you know like not not, no. not it's click clickbait okay good it i works. thought you were gonna say click click boom and i'm like no not saliva go back to drowning pool dude <laughs> you were much better with drowning pool do not go to saliva but okay you ready no. to do some ghost tree you want to talk about the just heartwarming beautiful just wonderfulness <laughs> that is ghost tree fred yes Yes, I do. Best book of the year. This is Ghost Tree, written by Bobby Kernow, with art by Simon Gain, colors by Ian Herring and Becca Kinsey, letters by Chris Mawi, and consulted by Takuma Okeda. All right. Travel to Japan with Brand in this touching graphic novel about love, loss, and how the past never truly stays dead. Seeking refuge from an unhappy life, Brandt returns to his ancestral home in Japan to find a haunted tree and the departed souls that are drawn to it, including his grandfather. Getting more involved with the tree's inhabitants, he attempts to heal some of history's wounds, but will he be able to find any measure of peace for himself when someone special from his past returns and dive in man just go dude this is this is the best book of the year that i have read i didn't know 
that it was this good. I mean, you told me. You were like, dude, you love Jeff Lemire. This is up there with Dr. Star. And I was like, what the fuck? Dr. Star is one of the best books that I know that it pulls on heartstrings. So when you said that, I was like, okay, I'm going to pick this up. I'm going to see what it's about. And in the beginning with Brant and his grandfather, I didn't get that feeling. But the deeper I got in the book where he meets his ex-girlfriend and the relationship he has with like the the people that had passed away that you know they had no closure and that was really inspirational because no matter what these people were worried about that had died he was there kind of like as a dr phil uh figure so to speak not let's not use dr phil but a, a therapist because dr phil sucks but yeah he was there and he pointed out like all the good things or the positive things that these people did in their lives and kind of helped them out and these people were feeling good and the dude this book was so touching man it's really really good i don't want to spoil too much but just like the relationship between him and the ex-girlfriend and things like that and you could tell like it was it felt like ghosts. Remember the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze? Like the feeling that that movie may have made you feel. Did it make you feel that way? <laughs> I watched that movie as a comedy. No, that movie did not make me feel that uh, way. Okay, but you know what I'm saying. Like the like a. It's just like a love story in a way. But then you know, there's there's just so much to dive into this book. But it, yeah, it's just like the emotional attachment. Like this was a feel good book. I don't care how it ended. I still felt good reading it. Right. I, I absolutely adored the grandmother. Like, she is what sold the book for me. And the more you get to know her and the grandfather character and what she actually had to kind of go through while he was alive. Because much like Brant, like, the grandfather got so invested in helping the ghosts that he never helped himself. And that that's another big part of the book where Brant finds this helping these departed people as an excuse to not live his life and that's kind of where the kind of one of the cruxes of the book comes from plus the 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 tree is under attack there is a malevolent spirit attacking it and the ghost protector zero is is weak and there's a lot to it there's some really neat there's a couple different stories Mm -hmm. going on at once but like it all feeds into this this gloriously wonderful narrative and yeah like some of the interactions brant has with the ghosts are, is just great like the, the the old samurai guy and he's like talking to him about all this stuff that he did like how he felt forgotten and you know just like he didn't accomplish much and but he's like brant's like that's not true dude like you were a badass and you're remembered by history and like if anybody should be you know happy with what they did in life in this country man like you should be one of them you should you shouldn't be over here you know feeling like you have unfinished business and it's just like like we said everything is just heartwarming a lot of people i've heard that have negative opinions on this book is due to the the ending and i'm not going to tell you what the ending is but i can tell you that i personally found it beautiful and realistic and it's what really drove this home as a book that i completely love because it didn't end on some safe bullshit like the ending is closure it's per yeah it's closure it's perfect it's what brant needed to not become a damn ghost under a tree and 
if you can't deal with that and you're too sensitive, then, like, dude, that's what Batman comics are for, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so if you don't like this, read Batman. That's what, that's tip from Johnny. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, go ahead. <laughs> because if you don't understand the closure and you don't want closure, then you can get the repeated bullshit from Batman. You're right. Good call. That's a, I'm, I'm all for yeah. that. But, yeah, this is definitely, like, because if you think about it, the relationship that his grandfather had with his grandmother, he was having the same issues with his wife. So they were having back and forth. But instead of him not getting the closure that grandma didn't get with her husband, he got it. So that's a win in my book, like, because he was following in the footsteps of his ancestors, his, his relatives. I just wonder if he's going to end up as gangster as his grandma was though man because his his grandma is probably one of the greatest characters i've read in a comic she's like right there with the nurse from essex county you know what i mean yeah it's like yeah, she was perfect still shot of looks like a great human being but she called it how it was too like she she called everyone's bullshit you know their bluffs like she could she would point out things just what a, i mean an older relative should do right right and dudes, how lovely is Simon Gaines' art in this book? Dude, oh the colors, the the colorist used, but like I have always loved the way, how rustic his his art looks. It's just, would you it's think? A, I think the book is beautiful. Like the like the color palettes and that are used in it, and the way that like they show like when when the demon approaches and it kind of takes on like more oranges and reds and stuff shows you like danger uh i thought that was excellent touch but um yeah it's it's, and also (laughs) the demon at first when i seen it i was like wait is that the thing from like a beetlejuice (laughs) because i thought that was you know what i'm talking about like beetlejuice had the what were those things called the, the the sandworm things basically yes they, yes they reminded me of the, they reminded me of the sandworms from dune or even trimmers too yeah like mm. but yeah it was it was neat looking I'll do, another thing that i really liked about it is i don't i don't know if it's true to like actual like japanese folklore but at least some of the films that i've seen that are from japan that are in the same vein stuff like uh uh taste of honey and funky forest are very similar to this book bobby kernow really really did a good job of capturing like a, a japanese american story here blending kind of both of them together really well but if you're a fan of japanese media you will see stuff that like reminds you of movies that you've seen from over there which i thought was really great that you don't actually kind of see from you know creators that aren't asian themselves so i i got to give him props for completely nailing his landing dude you did a great job like this book is just wonderful it's beautiful and it actually represents the people that it's supposed to be about it's not like some guy that made up some (laughs) shit about a ninja clan or something like you usually get from you know an american comic trying to be about japanese culture this was an excellent story very touching and i kind of wish i know you told me that he's an editor for idw um i kind of wish he wrote some more books that's what rich told me because when i was first getting into ghost tree because i remember seeing the the cover for it in the back of forget what idw book i got it might have been one of the um ones that um joe hill was writing before he got hill house and i remember seeing it i'm like dude simon Gaines' art looks amazing i love him since uh they're not like us so i saw him doing a new book and i thought the 
Ghost looked rad. It just had zero on the cover. So I, I, I wanted to check it out, but I kind of forgot about it until I saw it in the back of that issue and it said the trade was out. So I was like, anybody read this? Because like I was interested in it a while back and now I'm getting it. What do you think? And Rich was like, oh yeah, my editor wrote that. He's he's awesome. Like it, the book's badass. You'll dig it. And I'm like, oh, Rich, Rich Dubik said it's good. That's all I got to hear, man. So like I bought it and Rich did not lie, man. Like like you said, this is one of the greatest books I've ever read, let alone one of the best books like the past couple of years. Like Jesus, this mm-hmm. is just such a beautiful thing. And in like like we've kept saying, if you like the the really emotional Lemire stuff, you will you you need to get this book. It's right there with them. Yeah, it's definitely there with like the Doctor Star, like you mentioned to me when you sold me on it because um the personal attachment between Dr. Star and his son was great because I have that same feelings with my own um, oldest son, Anthony. So like this, to see like the relationship to be brought back and, you know, like to rekindle something that they've missed for years and stuff was very touching. It was, it was really good. And to feel that, uh, you know, because they say that these, these um ghosts stick around because they didn't have closure and he was sent brant was sent there to give her closure because we all know what she becomes right later on and which was a awesome touch too yeah she's a little badass anyways so even when they talked about when they were little kids so yeah what what her her gift is actually pretty cool when you get to it. Yeah, the book just does everything right in my opinion, and I I would like I would love to see Bobby Kerr now write um write a lot more. Yeah. Because dude, this is this is not a talent I want to I want to sleep on. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're damn right. I mean, you're talking Bobby Kerr now. I was talking Lucy Sullivan earlier. I want to see more books from her. So, yeah, man. This hey, is... those two team up. Can you imagine his dark moody style with her dark moody style? Oh, dude, just think about how beautiful a book between the two of them would be. Ooh-wee. It would be the book of the year. We got to get a poll on like Instagram going to see if we can guilt them into doing <laughs> it or something. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. Just just tag them all in it. I heard that works. <laughs> Oh, man. Not touching it. <laughs> All right. But okay. That was Ghostry. Fred, would you got any last words you want to say? Or th- I think we've gotten the point across that it's beautiful, right? But do you got anything else you want to say? Yeah, I don't think... I, don't, I mean, I don't think... I, I, no. I, I mean, there's nothing more I can say. To just buy the damn book. Right, right. And that's what I've been saying since this summer when I got off my lazy tukus and finally got it. And man this is this should win awards this should say like winner of harvey's and eisner's and all the rest of that happy horse shit but you know what i mean the good stuff always gets overlooked even in films so you know that if those big awards don't give it to them you know the nerdies they probably won a nerdy from us, you know. Yeah, because like we'd be loving the stuff that IDW's putting out, like this and Canto. I mean, like IDW, they don't get as much love as they should, but like they are on just as much fire as uh, Boom is at the moment, in my opinion. I don't think I've mm-hmm. seen a bad IDW book out right now, so yeah. 
are for a while like these books that i mentioned are a little on the older side they came out like at the beginning of the trades came out at the beginning of this year so they were last year's books but still like you got the second canto running right now and yeah dude check out idw rota bones rota bones and the sequel sea of sorrows is just starting yeah rich is pumping Uh that out he's really excited and i'm really excited because dude after rota bones i cannot you know the just how demented and wonderful rich and alex performed that book yeah i can't wait to see what they can do on water i wonder what the third one's gonna be like he said it's gonna be a trilogy like oh wow wow but i just love alex cormack's art anyways he's my homie but yeah that was a brand new episode of nerds from the underground i'm johnny and you can find me on twitter at johnny alpha 81 or on youtube at my channel graphic vandalism and where can they find you big john stud you can find me at comics fred at comics fred and we are a proud member of the nerdy legion podcast network and we would really like and appreciate it if you check out some of the other shows on the network because there's just some great stuff on here but until next time aloha